Hi, everybody, and welcome to another edition of the Southern Fried Podcast, a production of the Arkansas Democrat Gazette. I'm Rex Nelson, senior editor of the Democrat Gazette, and we're going to talk one of my favorite subjects today, and that is outdoor recreation. And uh, I've got a man who has come all the way from Rogers and is neck deep in outdoor recreation in Arkansas, and that's Mike Spivey of the Ozark Foundation. Thank you so much for joining us today. Well, thanks for having me, Rex. It's an honor and privilege. As I mentioned earlier, I'm a longtime listener and reader of all your uh, columns and shows and uh, love what you do, love the stories you tell about this great state of ours. Let's start with your upcoming big event, and then we're going to drill deeper kind of into the past of the Ozark Foundation, your past uh, outdoor recreation as a whole. But I want to start right at the top, not bury the lead, as we say in the newspaper business. Uh, Big event coming up. So what the heck is the Arkansas Graveler? Well, the Arkansas Graveler is a multi-day gravel cycling event. Uh, across the state of Arkansas. And we hope it to be an annual event to showcase Arkansas. Our inaugural event in June of 2024 starts in Fayetteville at the University of Arkansas campus and proceeds eastward across north central Arkansas and winds up in Arkansas State University in Jonesboro. We're calling the, the route the hog wolf route uh, based on the mascots of the two largest universities in Arkansas. And it's going through some iconic parts of Arkansas. And Rex, you write about a lot of these Oh, I, I counties. was looking at the town. I mean, Oark, one of my favorite places where I have, by, oh, by the way, eaten a whole burger at the Oark Cafe <laughs> and then driven down the road to the Catapa Cafe and eaten a whole burger because I was challenged to do so. Uh, you also go through Jasper, one of my favorite places, Marshall, which I was in Searcy County and wrote about extensively last year, Mountain View, where I was uh, recently, Cave City, whose mayor is now the head of the Arkansas Municipal League. Uh, I mean, I could go on and on. What a, what a great route. Well, it's a demanding route. There's yeah. going to be about 24,000 feet of elevation in this route, and we tried to find a secret passage through the Ozarks to make it a little more forgiving. It's just not there. There's no such thing through the Ozarks. There's no such thing. We're going to, from Fayetteville, we're going to go to the Birds Adventure Camp Mm -hmm. down in Ozark, and that's a great facility down there. Oh, it really is. Got their own uh, runway. People bring planes in there all the time. Really a neat facility. Really, yep. And looking forward to that. And then we head into Jasper, and uh, Jasper to Marshall. We're going to stay at the Kenda. Yep. Uh, theater. at the uh, Which I wrote about last year. I, I've got to tell you now, you're hitting all my favorite spots, Mike. <laughs> uh, I went and I wrote, a, like I said, was writing some columns about Marshall. And they took me out there and on the big old-fashioned sign that's right out there on US 65, they had welcome Rex Nelson. And I said, I've hit the marquee at the Kenda. <laughs> I have finally hit the top in Arkansas. Sure so have. I hit the marquee last year. Well, Rex, you know, we really built this race around your you know, <laughs> likes and tastes. I know so better. I, I, hope, I hope we did a good job. I know better. Really, really exciting event. Uh, how did you come up with the idea of a multi-day event like this? Well, it's a long story. But, I, you know, I, I went to the University of Arkansas. I had brothers who went to Arkansas State and – 
friends, you know, who went to Arkansas State as well. I have a lot of friends in the Delta. And I've just always thought about connecting the Ozarks to the Delta. Mm-hmm. And, and, and then I got into cycling about 20 years ago. And then during the depths of the COVID pandemic, you know, where we all had a little more time to think. And, a lot of time. And, think. and yeah. walk outside or cycle outside. Uh, one day I thought, you know, why not? Why can't Arkansas have an iconic event like this? <clears throat> and in my mind, this event is more than a bike ride. It's really a cultural immersion into Arkansas. Mm-hmm. And there aren't many states who have the O-Art Cafe or have a beautiful place like, you know, Newton County. Not at all. The Jasper Square, yeah. Mountain View Folk Center. Right. The watermelon capital of the world there in Cave City. And then you go into the Delta. And I thought, why don't we take all those little cultural pieces and weave them in together and create this outdoor recreation experience around it? Oh, I I love it. Now, let's back up uh, to the... Your organization, uh, the Ozark Foundation, tell me what it is when it was founded, uh, a little bit about the foundation itself. Sure. So the Ozark Foundation was formed uh, in 2021, but it's been something I've been thinking about for over 10 years. And ironically, the first you know light bulb that went off in my mind was when I was living in South Africa back in around 2010, 2011. And I moved down there with my family with Walmart. Mm-hmm. And uh, to my surprise, South Africa has this amazing outdoor culture. Some of the largest cycling events in the world are in South Africa. The world's largest freshwater, open water swim is in South Africa. And so I started going to these events. And not only are they 20,000 and 30,000 people participating in these events, but they were just so well managed and well produced. And I started thinking about, wow, you know, why can't we do something like that in my home state? Mm-hmm. And I started uh, not only attending these events, but I started watching and observing how, you know, they made them the success that they were. And then more conversations with people back home in Arkansas uh, around what the Walton family was doing around trail building and building all that critical infrastructure in the outdoor recreation space. And those two things came together. And uh, I had a conversation early on with Stuart Walton around in South Africa. Oh, wow. In 2010. So if you ask where the Ozark Foundation started, it started in the low veld of uh, South Africa. Wow. That, that is fascinating. You and I were talking before we actually started taping this podcast, and I was telling you the story of after I came out of hibernation for 14 months and started traveling Arkansas again, one of the first things I did was went up to Bentonville and had breakfast with Tom and Stuart Walton and found that I really shared their vision for the future of Arkansas, and they have done so much And still a lot to do, but so much to get toward that. And one of the things that really hit me that day is they said, you know, a lot of people have used that term, Northwest Arkansas. 
is the next Austin. And we don't like that because Austin has grown too fast. And I can tell you with a son who has lived the past six to eight years at Austin, it is true. You can't move. The traffic's gridlocked. Uh, uh, we all know about the power grid failure during the ice storm, boil orders because they've outgrown their water. So they said, don't think of us as the next Austin. We would like to think of all of Arkansas as the next Colorado in the sense of it's a place where people move from big metropolitan areas on the east or west coast or Chicago or Dallas, Fort Worth, wherever, major metropolitan areas here because they can do their work from anywhere. And yet you've got these abundant outdoor recreational opportunities. So Arkansas should be to the middle third of the United States, what Colorado is to the western third. And that really struck a chord with me on the future of Arkansas. Absolutely. I uh, have to pinch myself almost every day. I spend a lot of time these days, you know, outdoors, mm-hmm. you know, on trails. And I, you know, run into folks. And I would say 80% of the time, I meet people from North Dakota. Michigan, Minnesota, Colorado, out west, particularly in the winter months when they're wanting to escape, you know, snow and really cold weather and, uh, you know, come to Arkansas where there's pretty much 12 months of opportunities to recreate. Absolutely. Absolutely. And the thing I point out to people, and I know you want to hit on with this gravel event, is a lot of people have gotten in their mind you know, what the Walton brothers and others are doing is just mountain biking. And they're doing a lot in the area of mountain biking. But, you know, if you look around, uh, as you're capitalizing on, we've got more miles of gravel roads than most states. We've also got a lot of paved rural highways. And so it's not just mountain biking. The Walton Family Foundation, in fact, put $20 million into the Delta Heritage Trail, which I think is when they get the bridges redone over the lower Arkansas River and the lower White River, I think that will be a national attraction. So it's all kinds of cycling in Arkansas now. It's all kinds of cycling and it's all types of recreation. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and I was going to hit on other recreation. And here. it's yeah. it's all over the state. You know, this year for the first time, you know, we're a new organization uh, we are involved and support three different events down in the Delta. Mm-hmm. Um, a water trailing event called the uh, uh, Delta Drift. Neat. Uh, in Duvall's Bluff. I know yeah, you're I love a big Duvall's fan Bluff. Yeah, Duvall's my, Bluff. my mother was a native of Prairie County. So, right, yeah. right. We're happy to collaborate with them. And then the Delta Grind. Buy you plenty of Craig's Barbecue while you're there, by the there. way. <laughs> That's right. Uh, the Delta Grind, which is a gravel uh, festival, and then the Bird Eye Gravel. And mm-hmm. I know you know Bird Eye. Well, Absolutely. Martin Smith. My I, friend Martin I know you is know there, Martin. and the Smith family goes way back in Bird Eye. I got yeah. a beautiful old Smith house there. Yeah, so, yeah. great guy. And uh, so we were really honored to be able to collaborate with uh, Martin and, and his passion for the Delta. And uh, so we're excited about that. Most of our activities are up in the Northwest uh, area of Arkansas. Um, 
but we have a real popular event at Mount Nebo. Mm-hmm. And I know you know Mount Nebo, Rex. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Uh, it's a wonderful facility at State Park up there, and uh, the folks there are just wonderful to work with. Yeah, and again, that has been my point. It is not just a Northwest Arkansas phenomenon, even though that has now with the uh, Olympic teams moving there, uh, USA Cycling, uh, you know, it has become the mountain biking capital. It really has. Uh, but as far as cycling as a whole, it is statewide. I, I mentioned the Delta Heritage Trail. Uh, I did a story on the St. Francis, a couple of years ago on the St. Francis Levy District, which, as you know, has opened all of its levees to cyclists. You also know, some of our listeners may not, uh, the O'Harahan Bridge in Memphis was redone as a cycling and pedestrian bridge. So, when the Delta Heritage Trail is finished, because the St. Francis levees will connect to Delta Heritage, you will be able to go on designated trails from downtown Memphis all the way to Arkansas City and far southeast Arkansas. That's that's pretty exciting. It's very exciting. And one of the things about gravel cycling in particular, and I get asked this a lot, you know, how did gravel cycling become a thing? And it has to do with, a lot of it has to do with safety. And, you know, there's just been too many accidents of cyclists on the road. And so road cyclists started looking for safer venues to ride. And as you noted, we have a lot of country roads in Arkansas. Yeah. And uh, I love it. I love being out on an old Mm -hmm. dirt road with cows and horses and, you know, deer and other things. And And an occasional dog that chases you, you have to get away from, (laughs) to be fair. Well, absolutely. There's... It's not a, quite a ride. And I'm sure you take a little a bit, spray with you. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. you just got to cycle harder. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Sometimes dog wins. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Had, had to mention that. But, but you're right. We have got all of those attributes. Again, as I talk about not, not just Northwest Arkansas, and this is back to mountain biking, a particular kind, but another recent column I did, and I was so excited, I'm going to be doing more on this, is these audacious plans over at MENA to put four ski lifts going up Rich Mountain, what's called downhill gravity biking, which is the most exciting form, obviously, coming down a mountain of mountain biking that there is. And if that is done, and I've I've talked to some pretty good sources, I'll just leave it at that, and I have no doubt it is going to happen, that is going to be the top downhill gravity site in the United States. And they have told me, picture downtown Mina full of uh, upscale shops and restaurants and brew pubs, because that's that's how big this is going to be. Mina is about to change yeah. in a way that uh, you wouldn't have imagined, you know, 10 years ago. And everything you say is, is accurate. Uh, that type of cycling, it's not the type of cycling I do. Mm-hmm. Uh, but boy, I sure like to watch it and it, it is exhilarating and the competitiveness and the physicality of that type of event is really going to electrify that community. We'll be back with more of the Southern Fried Podcast, but first this break. Are you ready to prioritize your health and well-being? Well, mark your calendars because the Arkansas Democrat Gazette Health and Wellness Expo is September 30th. 
Sponsored by UAMS, discover the latest health trends, win prizes, enjoy free health screenings, and connect with experts in the field. Expo visitors can enjoy Arkansas Travelers Bingo, interactive workshops, politics, car shows, and cutting-edge products and services. Whether you're nutrition conscious or just looking to make positive lifestyle changes, there's something for everyone. Join us September 30th from 9 a.m. to 1 p.m. at the State House Convention Center in downtown Little Rock. Get your free tickets today at our website, ArkansasHealthAndWellnessExpo.com. Welcome back to the Southern Fried Podcast, a production of the Arkansas Democrat Gazette. There, there is so much going on all over the state. But as you mentioned, the foundation is involved not just in cycling, but in all kinds of outdoor activities. And uh, one of the things I, I point out, and this is kind of my common speech when I'm giving speeches around Arkansas now, but the opportunity that we have as a state in a post-pandemic America, because we're still too close to it to know exactly how it has changed American society. But no doubt it changed American society, just as the flu epidemic did in 1918. And one sense we are getting is a lot of people said, I've had enough of sitting in traffic, going an hour one way in, an hour out of the office one way out. And so they're looking for places with a lower cost of living. They're looking for places with less crime. They're looking for places that are more hospitable, where people actually speak to them when they pass them on the sidewalk. They're looking for places where they're not sitting in traffic twice a day. And they're looking for places with world-class outdoor recreational opportunities within an easy drive of their home. Mike, if we will play our cards right, that sounds an awful lot like Arkansas to me. <laughs> it is Arkansas. Yeah. <clears throat> and we, we have what it takes. We've got the infrastructure in place. And it continues to build out. I mean, we have an abundance, Rex, as you know, of lakes and streams and rivers and, you know, the country roads and now single track. So we've got what it takes. And, you know, again, Northwest Arkansas has been somewhat of a leader in that area. And I think 30, 40 years from now, people will think, as you've said, pre-COVID and post-COVID, the world's changed. Another factor that's affecting outdoor recreation is, you know, all these baby boomers, they're retiring yeah, and they've got time on their hands and you've got things like e-bikes now that make biking accessible to folks who may not, you know, be in their prime anymore or people who just want a different experience. My wife rides an e-bike and she just loves the freedom that it gives her. She doesn't have to go and just grind it out, you know, for an hour or two hours. And it's really been a game changer, but Arkansas has what it takes. The we're, we're accessible. You're right about folks wanting a different lifestyle and more connectedness into the community. And, and the, if you look at it, the menu of world-class opportunities that we offer as a state. I mean, I tell people, I said, think about this, because we often don't. We take things for granted as Arkansans. But obviously, we've got world-class hunting and fishing. We have promoted that through the years. 
We have we're world class in that. In fact, one of my favorite stories is I had a friend just recently tell me this, and you know how pro Arkansas I am, but the guy's a big fly fisherman, and so you know he'd seen a river runs through it, and wanted always wanted to go to Montana, so he hired an expensive guide and goes to Montana, and the guide said, "Where are you from?" And he said, "Arkansas." He said. What are you doing here? Arkansas has got the best trout fishing in the world. This was a guy in Montana saying this. Well, so sometimes we take it for granted. Yeah. You know, I grew up in Rogers, grew up yeah. on Beaver Lake, and I just took it for granted oh, yeah. that, you know, everyone had a lake in their backyard like that, Beaver yeah, Lake. Yeah, tailwaters with trout in it, <laughs> right. too, and, uh, you know, fly fishing. But, but hunting and fishing we've always promoted. But again, now, cycling you're talking about, hiking you're talking about. Things that we don't think of, like hang gliding off of Mount Nebo, you talked about, or magazine, we've got that. Rock climbing, I, I, I think of my friends at Horseshoe Canyon Ranch outside of Jasper, which if people have heard of it, they think of it as a dude ranch, but it is one of the top rock climbing locations in the country. They have a 24-hour event, as you know, that people come from all over the world, literally, yes. to climb rocks there. So, I mean, we're world-class in other areas that a lot of our Kansans never even think about. We don't know the treasures we have in our own yard. Freshwater and, scuba diving. There's another one. There yeah. you go. Uh, Horseshoe Canyon Ranch, uh, the the event there, a friend of mine, Andy Chastain, puts that on. And uh, it's uh, it's got this amazing cult following. Mm-hmm. That venue is is day two of the Arkansas Graveler. Oh, great. So, you know, we're going to be able to offer folks there <clears throat> horseback riding, I'm not sure they're going to want to get on a horse after five hours on a bike, but we're going to offer that. Uh, But that's just a beautiful part of Arkansas. And uh, I think that's going to just really just knock the socks off. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So so I can go on and on with the different kinds of varied outdoor recreational opportunities that we have in Arkansas. And so therein lies an amazing economic opportunity for Arkansas. Um, We spent, uh, and among other things, anybody who reads my columns, I'm a history nerd also, and, you know, we spent the the 50s and the 60s and most of the 70s in this state basically trying to replace lost farm jobs as agriculture mechanized with low-cost manufacturing. And so, in most people's mind, economic development in those days was all industrial development. It's what we call smokestack chasing. It's getting a plant to come to town, bring 200 people. And I keep stressing to people, in this day and time, economic development is not about attracting plants. It's attracting talent, talented people. They go to where they want to live, and then they're entrepreneurs and start a business, or they find a job once they get there. And through these kind of outdoor recreational attributes, that is economic development in the 21st century. Absolutely. And so much of the the businesses that support outdoor recreation are small businesses, mm-hmm. you know, businesses of, you know, maybe up to 10, 20 employees. And uh, these are very creative people. And uh, whether they're servicing outdoor recreation or manufacturing you know, bikes or bike components uh, for the industry or other types of gear that you might use in outdoor recreation. It, it's happening. I get calls every week 
people wanting to know a little bit about, you know, Northwest Arkansas and Arkansas in general about, you know, do you think this concept would work? You know, I'm thinking about moving, you know, my company here. Incidentally, go back to South Africa, mm -hmm. uh, the Adventure Race World Series, which is one of the events that we're part of, they've mo they're moving their offices from Johannesburg, South Africa to Bentonville. Some investors, not the Walton family, but some investors in Bentonville, uh, actually some South Africans who have relocated to Bentonville uh, are part of that. And they're bringing this company to Bentonville. That yeah. That's not really even been announced wow. much. That's exciting. Um, but that was not happening 20 years ago, Rex. Not at all. Not at all. And, and I'm mentioning things like rock climbing that the average Arkansan doesn't think of or freshwater scuba diving or hang gliding. But the thing is, I, I can go on and on. I mean, folks, have you thought about hot air ballooning? I mean, Arkansas with its scenery is prime. Harrison has had an event for years, as you know, in that area. There's yet another one where we, where we, we have world-class opportunities here. Maybe we have too much. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> can't focus on anything at once. Yeah, but, but it is going to be, I am convinced, a big factor in the ongoing economic development of Arkansas. Now, you mentioned a company moving. You mentioned enterprises that can build up around outdoor recreation. Uh, another favorite column I wrote, this has been a couple of years ago since I wrote it, but we had a news story, I know, in the Democrat Gazette just in recent weeks that updated it. But for instance, there is an accelerator associated with the University of Arkansas on companies to get them started and running to serve the outdoor recreational industry. Absolutely. And, you know, that's one of those critical components, you know, we think about in the ecosystem is how do we, how do we get someone who's got this really good idea? How do we get them to, you know, form that business and get a little seed capital behind them, maybe get some marketing uh, expertise behind them so that they can sell their product or service. And it, the thing I love about what's happening in this space is this ecosystem effect. Mm -hmm. It's not just one person or one thing. It's, it's a thousand things that are happening at once and some are going to work and some aren't, mm -hmm. but there is this, it's, there's a, it's a vibrant ecosystem that's happening and the it's happening in Fayetteville. It's happening in Little Rock. It's happening, you know, in Fort Smith, we've mentioned Mina, Martin Smith, what he's doing in the Delta. In the Delta, yeah. And it's hard to get a state to work together to see an opportunity like this and find their role in it. But it's well, happening. I was going to say one of the good things, and there are good things and bad things about a small state, but one of the good things about a state of only 3 million people, I always say there's two degrees of separation. You and I may not know each other, but we know all the same people. And that's, that's Arkansas. So we have got this cooperation, and you you you're you're promoting it with your graveler event. But Parks Heritage and Tourism Department is working with the Game and Fish Commission, and they're both working with the Department of Commerce and the Arkansas Economic Development Commission. They're all working together, and that's going to be one of the keys to success. Is these various agencies aren't in their own silos and not talking to each other. Now. Absolutely. So let's go back to the graveler for a minute. Mm -hmm. On that note. So Arkansas Parks and Tourism is helping us with the logistics and they're supporting this event. We're going to stay in some state parks. 
Right. Uh, Arkansas Game and Fish Commission. What do they have to do with the Arkansas Graveler? Well, after you get off that bike, we're going to offer fishing, smallmouth bass fishing on the mulberry or on the buffalo. There aren't a lot of bike rides in any other state that offer native species fishing, fishing opportunities. Arkansas Game and Fish Commission is is going to get behind and, that. And something, and I'm, I, I think Game and Fish is just doing a great job. I'm, I'm such a fan of Austin Booth, their new director now, but something that a lot of people forget, too, is that they have very well-trained, we used to call them game wardens, enforcement officers, in all 75 counties of Arkansas, and they know those rural roads better than anybody else in the state, and they can help facilitate events like this. They have been outstanding. So Austin and his team, um, actually really good friend of high school friend of mine is one of their biologists, Daryl mm-hmm. Bowman mm-hmm. Uh, from Rogers. Uh, <clears throat> it's been wonderful reconnecting with him and just to tap into his excitement around smallmouth bass fishing. But you're right. They know every, you know, point along the route and they've been great in helping us put the design of this event on. Yeah. And we're actually looking at some other events with them where we would connect maybe running or cycling with fishing kind of as a biathlon sort of event. And, uh, so it's fun. I love both. So, Oh, wow. That's, that's one event I'll definitely be part of. Absolutely. That, that is, that is so exciting. I, I knew this time would go very quickly and we're running out of time. But um, as we talk about the future of uh, outdoor recreation, the future of economic development, which just plays a role in in Arkansas, let's go back to where we started. And that's the Arkansas Graveler. Give us the date again. And then people who are interested in participating or maybe just volunteering and helping out. Tell them if they're listening and they want to be involved somehow, how they get involved. Okay. Well, we always need, you know, hands. So uh, always we'll take volunteers. June 24th, 2024. It's going to start at the University of Arkansas. And as I mentioned earlier, it's going to head eastward. And we're going to go to OARC and Jasper and Marshall and Mountain View, Cave City and Jonesboro. Um, it's a it's a six-day event. You can do a one-day event. You can do mm-hmm. a, a two or three or however many days you want to ride. And it's really more than just a bike ride. And we're really stressing that piece. There'll be two hot cooked meals a day. There's going to be an post-ride experience, fishing, archery, skeet shooting, oh, wow. yeah. Uh, yeah. canoeing, uh, and then nightly entertainment. And as you move from the Ozarks into the Delta, guess what? The music will change. <laughs> and so you're going to have more of an Ozark flavor in places like Oark and Jasper. And then once you get in the Delta, be hearing the blues all of a sudden, gonna, yeah. you may be singing the blues <laughs> after six days on a bike, <laughs> but now uh, this is a special event. It's, I believe a legacy event. And by the way, it will change every year. Mm-hmm. So year two could be hot springs to Bentonville, or it could be, you know, Helena to Jonesboro, or, you know, we're going to change it up. We're going to get the best of Arkansas. Uh, I think people of Arkansas are going to rally behind this event and uh, make it their own. And that's what we want. I have no doubt. Boy, exciting times in Arkansas right now, not only in cycling, but in all of outdoor recreation. And Mike, thank you for everything you're doing with the Ozark Foundation right now. Well, thanks, Rex. It's, uh, 
it's an exciting time in Arkansas and I love what we're doing. We have a purpose. We're a nonprofit. You know, we give back to the community last year. Uh, we gave back to, I think over 50 organizations locally. Wonderful. Wonderful. Um, and whether it's financial hardship issues or creating welcoming, very affordable events, you know, we do events on the big spectrum, but we also do community and family events. And frankly, the small events are really the soul of, of what we do. And that's what gets me out of bed in the morning and, and hit the ground running, as my dad used to say. Absolutely. Mike Spivey of the Ozark Foundation. He's the president and chief executive officer. He was our guest today on another edition of the Southern Pride Podcast, a production of the Arkansas Democrat Gazette.